the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I'm Kevin Prendeville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our children, we're losing an entire generation. And today, as always, we'll be diving headfirst into controversial subjects undaunted by political correctness. So I learned in college, right, while I was there, that orange man is bad. Orange man evil, orange man racist. And so I can thank my parents for spending $100,000 for me to learn that. I couldn't, you know, tell from the news media that orange man is bad. But what I'm actually referencing here is it's this, this popular image of a crudely drawn character uh, from the internet. And he just repeats what the left has to say on all these different talking points in broken kind of robotic English. Um, and he's actually been banned in Europe. Uh, but it's, it's really the hive mind and how that they think that truly describes the crime of the century. So just for clarification, an NPC is is like a like a robot, not not like Hal 9000, but it's um, it doesn't have a mind of its own. You know, it, it's created by um, scripts and running in the background of, of a program. It's it, it doesn't have the ability to think on its own, and that's why those those characters that 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 image is evoked with uh, the different with the images on the internet which have gained such popularity now it's interesting to note um, that the New York Times uh, and some other publications have called this dehumanizing to uh, social justice warriors of course it's the same people that call anyone on the right literally Hitler that's uh, that's quotes because you know I'm not stupid enough to say the word literally and Hitler in the same sentence but the terminology really does kind of irk the the left and the reason is is because they know you know just how controlled everything is and how they try to sway our news media and how we try to view things and and, and really try to take away our ability to think for ourselves and you know Europe has gone all the way to actually ban these considering them too offensive that they need to be scrubbed. You can't say anything that's uh, outside of the uh, outside of what the European Union wants out there. And 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 this is one of the reasons probably. Uh, and I'm not saying that an internet image caused Brexit here. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. And we'll get to the universities and um, the crime and censure in a second. But don't misconstrue what I'm saying here. That inter internet images equal Brexit. There's a lot of issues, but one of them, too, is um, the English have always had a history, and a lot of our philosophy, we've talked a little bit about this in the early uh, videos, a lot of our history and ideals when it comes to freedom really did start with the English, with the things like the Magna Carta and uh, the Grand Revolution in the 1680s. A lot of that really set the groundwork for what we believe and I would argue that's still a lot in the United Kingdom a lot of people would still abide by that ideal and or, or, or that set of ideals and so when they joined the European Union the idea was basically it was a large coalition of trading partners and just meant a stronger Europe so that they could now that there was no center of power in Europe that had you know uh, really sustained uh, the smaller nations through the 20th century now that that's gone to protect against russia 
in addition to NATO, the European Union would kind of strengthen Europe as a whole without centering the power in any one city, Berlin, France, London, one of those. But what it's become now is a bureaucracy that's, that's tightening its grip almost to make Europe one state, one singular state instead of that coalition. And naturally, you know, this seems kind of repulsive to our own American ideals. I mean, we have states' rights for a reason that uh, we are the United States, where it's not one federal government. We have our states because states have sovereignty. So it's, it's no different than the, the European Union in most cases. Now the Germans and the French and the ones who are um, prone to dictatorship and tyranny are on the side of the EU and, and, and defending the European Union. But the English are not, and that's really what started Brexit. But the idea that there is no freedom to express, hey, you know, maybe we should think for ourselves, and then that is hit with such uh, vitriol from the left is... It's, it's really sad, and uh, the way that the left operates is all idea to read and I, as somebody else's opinion is to accept that opinion, right? And so, so you see this all throughout history, um, that when you, that, that people have the idea that when you read the opposite side, when you read their work, that means you accept it, and that that that's a falsehood. You can read something, and if you if you can think, and it's a violation of what you believe. If it's not, if it doesn't align with your belief structure, you don't have to accept it. It's just what somebody else believes. Not only do you not have to accept it, but you can debate them and, and critique them. But if you're to the point where you can't even read it because it's so offensive, well then maybe it's your own ideals you don't believe. Because if you're strong in what you see the world as and what you believe then you'll be able to defend that against any and all opposition. So you see a lot, especially with like uh, propaganda factories and stuff, um, like, uh, you know, everyone always jumps to the Nazis and the Soviets and all these dictatorships that, that really did that, where you can't read um, like the Soviet Union, you can't read the Bible, you can't read uh, religious books, uh, you can't read Western art, you can't read Western anything. And that's because these ideas are so offensive that they might disrupt the control that the, that the government has over you. So especially when it comes to colleges, and this is the college connection, um, you see these conservatives who get invited by a conservative group to campus. And there's protests and there's you're racist, you're this, you're that. Really what it is is the hatred for conservatives coming to the forefront under the guise of protecting minorities. Um, you know, other than, you know, obviously Richard Spencer is, uh, 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 I can't use the words I want to use to describe him, so we'll just say he's not a nice person, and though I defend his ability to say what he believes, what he believes is silly and wrong, and stupid, and it's led us to genocide. So, um, I don't like him. I'll defend his right to speak, but, but I don't like him at all. That is not, that's not, conservatism, yet they'll paint someone like a Shapiro or uh, Paul Joseph Watson or uh, 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 Stephen Crowder, or just pick any conservative, it, Candace Owens even, right? And they'll say, uh, well, you're just like, you're a Nazi, you're this, you're that, I can't even listen to what you're saying because it's so offensive. And really all it does is insulate 
we, we hear this a word, a word a lot. It insulates them from um, ideals that they may learn to accept. If they actually sat down and listened to a conservative speak, critically, they may not accept everything, but you know maybe they can add something to, to their own beliefs, maybe they can take something away from their own beliefs, and you can't have that if you're trying to indoctrinate. And so that's, and you can see this in the EU, which is what, which is a, a, an expanded version of what they do on college campuses, where anything conservative, anything that goes against the grain, it's all taken away in order to preserve this idyllic view of, of whatever the system is, whether it's a college campus or a, a college motto or their European Union and the European motto, that all must be defended, so any dissent must be squashed. And you look at you know how our colleges got so left, leftist, really. And you look at the ratio, something like 89% of all college professors identify as left. That doesn't mean they're all communists, although I'd probably wager three-fourths of those are communists, if not five-sixths. And that, that's that's not a good thing, you know, because <laughs> there. I, I always say there's there there are two teams. There's the American team, the, the 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 or English team, pick one, pick a name, and then there's the socialist. You're either on one side or the other, and you can be whatever you want on the American side, but you know, except for socialists, and the ideals of of, of Marx and and of uh, Frederick Eagles have always led to genocide. Have always led to evil. And you cannot combine those ideals with the American ideals of freedom and liberty and individual responsibility that are not compatible with the ideas of the socialists. And so to have that many professors believe that and then to control a university and, and then, then you get to pay for the privilege of it. And, and, and that's what I mean with the, with, uh, the uh, 529 plans that we talked about a couple weeks ago and the student loans. You pay for the privilege of being indoctrinated and really becoming immature because the, the, the mature individual can read something and know whether or not they accept it. But the immature individual just says, well, this person said it, so it's true. And in, in, in the show, uh, Civil Discourse, which just came out Monday, if you didn't see it, we talked a little bit about this with regards to the atheistic movement but also um, religious movement where both sides have the, adopted the uh, well my dad said it, my mom said it so it's true or I'm only going that far and it really does hurt our ability to communicate with each other and it, 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 it creates the group think and the two-sided arguments that really don't help anybody. And the unfortunate result is you get this idea that everything should be banned, you know, and and I'll I'll, I'll take a few shots at the conservatives here, you know. Sometimes I'll hear people say, "Ah, oh, CNN shouldn't, you know, be allowed to air that." No, they should. They should be allowed to be a property. Maybe they should be more transparent, you know. Maybe they should have more disclosures. Every industry seems to have all these regulations on it, except for the news media, you know. Uh, so maybe I'll, I'll agree. Maybe maybe news media should have some sort of disclosure, but the idea that someone can't speak because, well, because you can't accept your own ideals, that's, that's just not, that's not right. And we can't allow that to determine how we think going forward. But until we do, this will continue to be the crime of the century.